Welcome to an off leash. These Mutts Podcast. 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 Get on. I'm not supposed to be here. I'ma give it to you raw. Straight jaw dropping. I'ma go and drop your jaw. Real stories, man. I'ma give it to you right. Straight fighters, Mike Tyson, away life fight. Ain't no giving up, nah, man. We off leash. Real stories out the belly of the beast. Real life, real facts. Straight overcomers, take that. Welcome to the Off Leash, These Mutts Podcast. Real life, real stories, with a high contact. All right, welcome. And today we got Sam Hernandez with the Barber Club. Welcome, Sam. Thank you, bro. Uh, I got to ask you a question real quick. What's up? Have you ever met the OG, the original barber from back in the day? I haven't. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake, bro, from WWF. Nah, I've never heard of him. How old are you? 24. 20, uh, all right, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I just dated myself. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll send you a link to him, bro. He's yeah, he's like back in WWF, like like the Hulk Hogan days, dude. He's he's old school. Well, tell us a little bit about the Barber Club. Um, Barber Club started in 2014, mm-hmm. and uh, it was founded by one of my my business partners, uh, Valentin Orta. Um, just kind of started like one of those probably spontaneous ideas, you know. We 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 both come from like almost from similar backgrounds from cutting at home yeah um he wanted at first it was just one of those things like let's just go with the flow you know let's just let's just the bit the building's open it's available let's let's get a whole bunch of barbers in there and let's uh let's just cut hair yeah it's one of those random ideas you know so what was it more based off of just money or was it like a passion thing Uh, honestly man at the time it was just passion just passion just passion Uh, i was still in high school when he approached me i was i was about to graduate high school um, I, I had been knowing him for a long time, um, but he approached me like a little before graduation. He approached me. He's like, hey, you know what? I'm open a shop. Just want to keep it low key. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm looking for barbers. And yeah. I'm like, man, like this guy at the time, he was like he was popular in the area uh, and just cutting at home, too. But so so you were already cutting hair. I was already cutting hair. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I started cutting hair. Basically, I would want to say. 2011. So you were kind of like a number one draft pick. <laughs> you were drafted, dude. That's I was tight. Drafted. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was funny because it was a whole bunch of like youngsters in there. You know, he was yeah. one of the older ones. I think I believe he was like 26 at the time, and uh, he was just hitting up the youngsters. You know, and he, like most of us were around the same age. Uh, one of my other bar- buddy buddies that started working with us. He works there right now. Yeah. Uh, same age. Another guy from Livingston as well. Two guys from Livingston. Another guy from Atwater. You know, it's just everybody's just trying to cut hair. Basic. I wasn't a soccer player. For the most part, everybody else was a soccer player. Mm-hmm. So that's how they were popular from all the soccer players. And, yeah. You know. And so anyways, um, yeah, he approached me. I was going to graduate high school. I was just excited, man. I was like, man, how do I do this? Like, I'm just I'm just excited. Like, I just want to work, you know. Yeah. I didn't see myself working at a shop anytime soon. Um, so the problem was that. I I I wasn't too sure if I was able to get my license at the time. Why Why is that? 
because that's that's uh I was I didn't have my citizenship in the US. Okay. So I didn't have a good social security, you know, for a barber license, that's what you need. Uh so I wasn't too sure about that. Like I was like, man, can I get my license? He, so a barber license, you gotta have proof of citizenship and yeah, all that? Yeah, really? Yeah. Not citizenship at least, but at least like green card or whatever. Yeah. Um or a work permit, DACA. Okay. And so that's when DACA came around. Luckily, man, DACA came around. Um, with DACA, DACA, with that, you know, what, are you familiar with DACA? A little bit. Okay. Well, with that, I mean, it's like a two-year like workers' permit. Oh, okay. Okay. And you're you're able to apply for it at the age of like sixteen. Yeah. So it worked out perfect. You know, I applied for it. They gave it to me. Um, I I I got. I was super excited to just go in there. You know, I was asking for people people for money. To, so I can get my license at the time. Yeah. Um, How much did the license cost back then? The license at the time. Okay, so there used to be this guy in Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this already. Yeah, so there used to be this guy in Fresno. Uh, I, I don't want to say his name, but uh, right. this guy, he was like under the table deals, you know, like, you know, give me this much and uh, I'll get you ready for the test. One of those things. Oh, those are I love those deals. You don't find those no more. <laughs> <laughs> you got to look real hard. Yeah, exactly. So this guy, you know, he, uh, well, the same, the, my buddy, Valentin, the one that approached me for work at the shop, he went through the same process. So he guided me that way. Like, hey, well, you want to get your license? Well, you know this guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I before even working at the shop, oh, I, I did start working at the shop, actually. I started working. I just, I went in there right after high school. I went in there just risking it, no license. I was just excited. As soon as he gave me green light, I went home, picked up my stuff. Let's go. I'm going to the shop. You know, I was just excited. Yeah. But I still had to get my license. You know, I had no license. He, we were all risking it um, because state board, familiar with state board? State board is like basically barber inspections, hair salon inspectors. Okay. Uh, they go in there randomly. They don't let you know when they're going to go in there. Mm-hmm. So they go in there randomly, and we had to, we got we have to be careful with that. Like the barber gets a, a ticket, so does the owner get a ticket. So it's really? yeah, it, it's pretty it's pretty risky. So um, I started school. Um, I cashed this guy out. I, I was saving up my chips, you know, just trying to save up as much as I could. Sold my car, the car that I had during high school. I sold it. Um, I sold it just so I can afford my license. Yeah, I couldn't borrow the money from anybody, uh, especially my parents. They didn't, and it was only about thirty five hundred dollars. Not not too much for a barber license. Yeah, at the time. And uh, but you earned it. I earned it. Yeah. yeah. So I sold my car that I that I had during uh, high school. I sold it. Uh. And I would buy myself a bike, so I would ride from my bike from Winton to Atwater. It's about a like three mile uh, ride. Yeah, just riding my bike, you know, going to work. Even if I had one appointment, man. But like, I did like the bike because like, if I had one appointment, it forced me to stay at the shop, you know. Uh, yeah, you, you couldn't just me? bounce out. <laughs> like, I'm not bouncing back, you know. I'm not going back home, <laughs> riding the bike. Yeah, and then just coming, you know, for one haircut. Yeah. So that's what I did like about the bike. Like, it forced me to stay at the shop, waiting for walk-ins, you know. Yeah. And. Man, I'm going all over the place with this. Um, so, anyways, go back to the license thing. <laughs> I I uh, I started school in Fresno. I think I only went like for two Sundays, and I told the guy, "Hey, man, I'm ready. Just sign me up. Just send the paperwork." Mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to, I didn't even know how to do the the whole procedure for the test because for the test to become a barber, to be honest. They don't even check your fading skills. They don't check how good you are, how you know how much can you fade. You, know? it, it, you just, you just got to buy it. Basically, you know, they just kind of get you ready to do some curls, dye hair, and stuff like that. Nothing barber related. 
Um, so he's like, all right, just just pay the fee, the extra fee that it's like another hundred and thirty dollars to send the paperwork in. Yeah, I was like, all right, cool. He, I paid it. He sent the paperwork in. He's like, he's all right. Just wait for your test date. And uh, and I was just nervous. I was like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know how to do anything. Yeah. And luckily, one of the guys that started working with us at the barbershop, he he was just fresh. Like he had just gotten his license. He's like, hey, I got you. I'll train you. I, I, I I'm fresh out of this, so I I'll tell you how to do it. I was like, cool, let's do it. You know, like let me let me get ready. So it's hands-on. You know, he ta- he taught me how to do the hands-on part. He showed me a couple apps so I can study for the for the um, online test. Um, got my test date all the way to Glendale. I went out there. Uh, you have to take a model with you. I took my model with my my girl, my wife's uh, brother. I took him with me. <laughs> got him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, bro, I got to take my test. Yeah. Right now, you don't have to do that no more. Luckily. Yeah. But at the time, you had to find a model, take them with you, you know, so it's time lost, you know, yeah. things like that. So we went out there, took my test. You know, you got to wait for the results. Waited for the results. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I thought it was pretty funny because my buddy, the one that referred me to that school, Valentin, the, the shop owner at the time, he's like, hey, bro, like if they call you up and you're one of the first ones, you passed you're good like really i was like, all right cool like i'm good you know so when they called me up i was like the second guy up there yeah i was like cool i passed i don't know how but i passed well no when i went up there i passed the the hands-on test but i failed the rim test i was way off man like my score was way off i was like man what do i do now you know like yeah you know i was like you know what it's, it's, it's gonna be a long drive home you know yeah went back home studied studied Can you do a retake yeah Luckily, the retake's in Fresno. I don't have to go all the way to Glendale. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I started studying, studying on the app, flashcards, all kinds of stuff. Took my test again. Failed. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was off by, like, two points. You needed a 70 to pass. No, uh, you needed a 75. I, I only had, I, I, passed, I scored 73. Oh, dude. At the, it was that first year. I think they had just switched it. Back then, you needed a 70 to pass. Oh, I did. And they switched to 75. So I was like, man, I was mad at myself, you know? Yeah. Apply, you know, I studied again, harder this time, took the test, I passed. You never quit, bro. I, uh, I, I couldn't. I had no choice. <laughs> you said earlier because of your papers and whatnot. So when, when did you end up coming to the U.S.? I came to the U.S. I was five years old. Five years old. Yeah. So I started school here. How was that journey? How was that journey? To be honest, it was, I, I think for me, it was a little hard to realize how hard it really was mm-hmm. until I got older and I could look back now and I'm like, man, like how the heck did we do that? You know? Yeah. Um, We weren't too bad in Mexico. We weren't too like poor. We weren't too bad. Um, I come from a, my parents have always liked to work. My dad, he's a hardworking man. Mm-hmm. He comes out with the random ideas all the time. He comes with, if he's in a, he can, that guy can go from selling ice cream to scrapping metal to doing construction to like all kinds of stuff. He's not scared. You know, that's, yeah. that's one, that's one thing he's taught me, you know, like I, financially wise as like money smart, it's probably not the best, but work ethic wise, I look up to him. I'm he's like, solid. Yeah, he's solid, man. Okay. So, um, I don't know how he got the idea of let's go to the U.S. You know, we already had my my grandma out here so it was a help as well like we already had somewhere to come come to yeah 
So yeah, he, he was the one, the first one that came out here. I remember that. And uh, I think me and my mom, I'm the youngest one. I have two sisters. Me and my mom, we came after him. Um, my sisters went with my gra- my grandparents, my mom's side. And uh, we landed and we flew to the border, just to the border, got to the hotel. And uh, what can I say? Remember, let me see. Two, two ladies came to the hotel and they were like, hey, you know what? Uh, we're here. We're the ones going to help you to take you to your dad. I was like, okay, cool. I was just excited to see my dad. It was like, it's been like two, three months without seeing my dad. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm excited. You know, I'm going to go see my dad. He's like, okay, cool. Your name's going to be David. You're, you're five years old. You know, if they ask you any questions, just your name's David. I forgot the last name, but yeah, you know, just trying to remember, make me memorize that name. I was like, okay, cool. I got it. I got it. And, uh, I wasn't even scared, to be honest. I can't remember how I crossed. I remember I got in the car, and she's like, we're good. I was like, all right, I don't know what the heck you're talking about, but I guess we're good, yeah? Yeah, where's dad? Yeah, and uh, we I, we just, uh, he, she took me to a house, um, a family house, like, with kids, parents, whatever, everybody, and that kid was there, too, the, the papers that I used, David, he was there, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was there for about a week, waiting for my mom to cross. She couldn't cross. Really, she couldn't. No, she would get she would get caught or something would happen. So I was there for about a week. After that, after a week, they took me to my dad already. They brought me over here to to Winton. Mm-hmm. They brought me there, and I was just excited to be here, you know. Like, and uh, after I think a couple of days, that's when my mom came too. So at the time, it was just my my parents and I, and uh, we would stay in my grand my grandma's garage. That was our home. But, I mean, I didn't look at it like that as a kid. You know, I was like, I didn't know it was a garage. You know, I just, that's, it's a home, you know? <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, Four walls and a roof. Yeah. 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 So it was, it was bad, man, because it was uh, really cold there. It was a duplex where we used to live at, but they had a garage. Okay. So the two garage would join each other. And uh, the neighbors, they would leave their garage open overnight. Oh, no. And the middle wall, the dividing wall. It wasn't all the way up to the roof, so if they left the garage open, all the cold there would go through through the garage into our room and just be cold. So I went through some bad nights there, you know, peed my pants for being cold, yeah, <laughs> things like that, you know. Man. Yeah, it was bad. And then eventually we moved out out of there. My sisters came too by themselves. Actually, after that, they came back. They came and joined us. They, uh, my older sister, she started fifth grade here. Then my other one, third grade, and I started kinder, kindergarten. Did you have to bounce around from school to school or anything like that? Yeah, I did. I did. So uh, a little after that, I don't know what happened with the family. We had to move out. You know, we had to move out. We luckily, my one of my, my dad's uncles, uh, he offered us to stay at, a, at his house, a little, a little house that he had in his property, little one-bedroom house. We went there. We stayed there for about maybe two years. Um, so I stayed in that school, my first school, um, for no kinder to second grade. Then after that, one of my uncles, he had bought a, he, uh, George's, George's brother. Yeah. He bought a, an, a house in Atwater and he's like, Hey guys, like, I'm just, I don't have a, a, anybody to live with me. You guys want to join? And we're like, let's do it. You know? Yeah. We went out there. That's where I, I stayed in that house for about three years. No, no. One year. My bad. Third grade third grade and uh 
we were there. Well, yeah, about one year. Moved to another house, fourth grade. So I was just switching schools, like just I, bouncing around, yeah, just bouncing school, around, like, school, not not school. not not moving from different town to town, but just switching schools and like oh, in that town, uh, yeah, Atwater, Winton, back and forth, just okay. back and forth. Okay. One year here, one year there, one year here. So in a way, it helped out because I I know a lot of people right now, okay. just because they remember you, like oh, I remember you from fourth grade. Oh yeah, I remember you from fifth grade. You know, different yeah. schools all over the place. So you were setting yourself up already. I, yeah, exactly, man. It's, it's crazy how things work, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and you're you're a married man, right? I'm a married man. When when did you meet your wife? I met my wife seventh grade. Seventh seventh. Whoa, grade. Whoa, dude. Well, we actually went to school together, same class, fifth grade. Uh huh. And uh, that's because that's when we moved again <laughs> back to Winton. Yeah. My dad bought a house at the time. And, I mean, I didn't think nothing of it. I mean, it's whatever. You know, you're just going to school. You just want to have fun, you know? Yeah. Well, later on, I seen her at a quinceañera. One of her family members, I came out in it. I was a chambelan. Uh-huh. I came out in it. And uh, we kind of knew each other a little bit, you know? Like, I remember you, blah, 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 here and there. And they just started talking. You know, my parents thought I was crazy. I was like, man, you're, you're crazy. You're you're like 12 years old and you're over here trying to date, you know? Yeah. Why? Was she older or? No, nah, we're the same age. Okay, you guys are the same age. Yeah, same oh, age. you were just yeah. trying to date at 12. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like 12, 13. I forgot. You oh, you're all grown up already. Yeah, supposedly me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I've gathered from you so far is you, you, you had a lot of hustle in you. Yeah. Like you were always grinding. Yeah. You were yeah. always doing some. Yeah. Flea so, markets. Uh, my dad would like, he was more like, he would go to the flea market and sell his tools old tools, construction tools that he didn't want. Yeah. He would just want to, if he had like a bad week, he'd gather up his old stuff. Boom, let's go. Let's go sell, you know? Yeah. We did that. We did uh, asking for old metal. I was his translator. Okay. I was his translator, supposedly. But I didn't even know how to translate, to be honest, man. I would just try to get around, like, let me make up words or whatever. Well, I remember one time he he was trying to ask the neighbor for uh, his lawnmower. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, um, ask him for his lawnmower if he can borrow it. At the time, I did not. I didn't know certain words, you know. I don't. Yeah. I didn't know how to ask for borrow. I don't know the word borrow, <laughs> you know? but I'll try to get around, you know. So I told yeah. the, the guy, like, "Hey, my dad say that if he can use your lawnmower, and when he's done, he'll give it back." Yeah. He's like, "You mean borrow?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, borrow." <laughs> 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 yeah, you know. So like, I was his translator in a way. It, kept, it helped me out. Yeah. Um, just talking to people, developing people's skills and stuff like that over time. It was embarrassing though at the time too, um, like. When we did uh, ice cream, when we sold ice cream bars, uh huh, that was at the time I thought it was embarrassing, especially because we wouldn't do it in the streets, we would do it in lakes. So he would load up his little car in the minivan, and we would go sell ice cream at the lakes. Everyone's having fun; they're playing around. Yeah, and you're out there hustling. Yeah, I mean, I didn't look at it like that at the yeah. time, but at the time you were just like, "This is embarrassing, Dad." Yeah. Really? Yeah, and but we had to hide, man, because that's not legal to go into the lake. With the ice cream cart, that's where you don't see ice cream people at the at the lakes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So he would take a blanket and just cover it up when the when the security was passing by. Just cover it up. Like, oh, nothing yeah, here. Nothing here. <laughs> yeah, man. And it was it was pretty cool in a way. Like people were like they they would see a, like they would see my dad with the kid. So they I mean they would yeah. tip um they would buy a lot of ice cream things like that. Like he would like in two hours he would finish a, a whole cart. Boom, go back home, load it up. Go back again, you know. So, so, he, so it worked out well for you oh guys. Man, like, yeah, it did. It really did. Like, I think people seeing me, seeing my dad with the kid, they, they probably thought like, "Oh man, like, man, this looks bad." Probably, you know. 
So they would offer us food. People were really nice. You know, they would offer yeah. us food, make sure I was eating, you know. But and I was killing it. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, uh, so what what other little hustles did you guys have to sell? Uh, mostly did the same thing, but sometimes we would uh, go to rodeos. Mm-hmm. There was big events going on sometimes, like uh, Mexican music events. So we would go hit the rodeos. You got to pay to get in there. So he would make me... Uh, all the vendors set up outside of the stadium for the rodeos, but he would—he was smart. He was like, "People are inside, entertained, watching the show. They're not coming outside and buying." So he gave me a box full of ice cream, full of waters. Made you go inside. Go inside. Go sell. Go sell waters. Yeah, I was like, man, like. So I mean, I was in there just hustling, man, just selling, selling, and that's what people want. You know, people want things like people don't want to walk nowadays. They just want. No, they want it handed to. Yeah, handed down. So. Um, it was a good it's a, it was a good hustle and then afterwards after the rodeo we had another hustle pick up the cans <laughs> uh, you got a return on yeah. everything you sold yeah man. go pick up the cans you know yeah. like everybody just throwing the cans under the bleachers yeah so we would go I w- me myself I would go down there just picking up cans boom 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 picking up cans some people would like they would have messed up man because they would see me picking up cans and they would just pour their drink on top of me Ah, oh, dude <laughs> Oh, yeah that's pretty funny uh but yeah we did that so he's always like taught me you know like to work you know i would i would tell him like man i don't want to do this no more like i'm embarrassed and he's like hey if you're not stealing it's not embarrassing i was like all right i'm not stealing that, that's a great saying yeah so he's like if you're not stealing it's not embarrassing how's you ever working. think about putting that on a shirt <laughs> for reals <laughs> that'd be cool huh yeah that'd be cool I'll give you that one for free. <laughs> <laughs> so how many kids you got? I got two. Two? Two kids. How old are they? Two girls. I got an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. So you're 24. You got an eight-year-old. Dude. Yeah. So that was like what? 16. 16. Probably 15 when she was pregnant. How, how'd that work out? You grew up quick, bro. I don't even know, man, to be honest. I look back and I'm just like, man. How that happened? <laughs> yeah. It's it's been a it's been a journey, man. Like, you know, like uh, I've been really blessed. I can say, like, things have really fallen into place. You know, year by year, just staying consistent, working. You know, there's things I, I gotta learn sometimes. There's things that that there's a couple struggles that we face, you know. But yeah. there's always solutions, you know. There's always people that I, I can talk to. Sometimes I just listen to advice. Sometimes you know, just and things click for some reason, but does does your wife work? Uh, she started working. She works with my dad. She started working there recently. Oh, so this whole time she? Uh, she, yeah, she worked actually at at the time that she worked. I don't think so. No, she didn't work. So you've been a provider as well. I've been a provider, yeah, man. I can say, yeah. Dude, so you you came over here, yeah, with nothing, <laughs> as David. <laughs> as right as david so you you came over here yeah and you started with nothing started off in a garage frozen uh all like against all sorts of elements didn't know how to speak english very well nothing. did things that other people would say was was embarrassing yeah. which in all reality that that very thing that was embarrassing was actually shaping you and forming you and equipping you with yeah. these skill sets yeah to where you're at now and now you're in a position where you're you're running your own shop 
you got a crew you got a beautiful family and you're blessing other people dude yeah that is quite the journey it's a big blessing (laughs) dude that's an amazing journey yeah so we had a it was a it was a i don't know man like everything like it's just it's really hard to explain but everything like it makes really sense like how everything happening like i see no mistakes yeah you know i see no mistakes like i just like yeah i was i was like i was scared what am i gonna do i'm in high school sophomore in high school she's a sophomore as well she's pregnant what are we gonna do you know yeah my thought was like well i'm just gonna drop out of high school like i I don't even have a good social security like why am i gonna finish high school you know like why what kind of job can i really get without a social security yeah and like i said daca came through i applied i got it i had nothing on my record so that was that was a good thing so you've never been in trouble or nothing like that i've gotten in trouble a couple times but yeah. I think I've been really lucky to get away with it. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, so no uh, jail time, nothing no like jail that. time. Luckily, man. Yeah, luckily. That's yeah. awesome. Um, so yeah, it was scary because you know she comes from a, a really poor family as well, welfare family, and uh, no dad in in the picture. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, one of those things like her mom was already, she knew we were dating, but she knew like she, she didn't want it to get that far. You know, she, yeah. she, she had warned me before, Hey, take care of her. You know? Yeah. Well, I took it to the next level. <laughs> you said, I got this. Yeah. And, uh, I remember, I remember the time, like we were coming back from, uh, I think we like, we took a snow trip with the family and she told me, she's like, Hey, I don't want to scare you, but I think I'm pregnant. And I was like, nah, there's no way. Like, and then. My sisters like they heard and they're like, my sisters, you know, they my my middle sister, she she was able to relate because she had a kid really young as well, mm-hmm. and um, she wasn't like super super surprised, you know, and um, they were all scared for me though, like what 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 are you gonna do, like, what's what's really, what's really like for your future, you know, and. Uh, you know, I mentioned to my mom. My mom took it a little better because, like, she already knew, like, from my sister, like, how to kind of how to deal with it, you can say. She was just one of those things, like, she they, they always loved her. You know, they they seen her background, how how poor they used to be. So they they loved her right away when they met her. But still, they, they were still worried that, like, man, like, you guys are just kids trying to, with the kid. Like, what are you guys really going to do? Yeah. And uh, eventually, well, she went and got tested and positive, man. And then that's when I had to break it to my dad, like, hey, she's pregnant. And then right away, he's old school Mexican, you know, so he's like, hey, don't, don't, don't start. Don't start. Don't start with your BS. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not BS, dude. Like, she's pregnant. She's like, all right. Boy, you better be responsible. You better, you better man up and step up. That's right. And yeah. I'm like, all right. I got it, you know. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I'm, I'm going to drop out of high school. So I know you're not. Huh. Uh, you gotta work you gotta work and go to school you wanted that life you gotta make the best out of it i was like all right cool you, yeah you you laid in that bed now you yeah, gotta make it yeah exactly and uh now the big problem was how are we gonna tell her mom <laughs> you know did, I she, know, did I you get know. the chancla uh, no man so, <laughs> <laughs> so we went out there to her house she lived down the street we went out there they live in an apartment my, my parents took me you know they took us actually we went out there. She already, the, the, her mom already knew something was up. 
she knew something was up. Like, why are the parents showing up? Something's up here. So then my parents broke the ice, you know, for me. And she just started crying, man. She started crying. She started just saying, I trusted you. How can you do this? And I was like, man, I didn't know what to say, you know? Yeah. She kicked her out right away. Get out of here. I'm like, Dang. all right. So my wife, I was like, well, get your stuff. Let's go. She don't want you here, you know? Like, just go with us. Yeah. She got a couple of her stuff, a couple of things. She went with me. She was only at my house for like an hour. The sheriffs went to my house. Oh. <laughs> they went and picked her up, you know. She called her mom called the sheriffs on and they're like, you know, she just wants you home. There's no there's no charges tripped in, you know, whatever. Just just go home. Yeah. She went home. The lady didn't want to talk to me, man. She didn't want to talk to me. I think she started talking to me until my my daughter was like six months. Yeah, man. So she, how how's the relationship now? It's better. I think yeah. it's way better. I think she sees that I'm responsible. You know, I'm not really yeah. like so much into like conversations with her and stuff, but she yeah. sees that I'm responsible, you know, I try to play my role that I have to play. Yeah. And um, she's, yeah, she's, she's been, she's been really good to us as well. She's helped us a lot. She helped us with uh, taking care of the baby, you know, while my wife and I went to high school. Uh, she did like one year of independent studies, my wife. Yeah. I did only like one semester of independent studies. Um, I used to work at the flea market as well. Uh, well, not with my dad, with somebody else. That was another little side hustle that I had, supposedly me, making, making $40 a day from 5 a.m. to like 4 p.m. <laughs> now you make that in one cut. <laughs> yeah, now it's one haircut, man. Dude. Yeah. And Ooh, uh, When did haircuts get so expensive? When did haircuts get so expensive? Because I haven't had a haircut since they hit like 25. <laughs> 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 no, it's, it's a... I don't know. It's hard to explain, man. Like it's a. Uh, is it like everything else when the market goes up, the prices of the hair? No. But but then again, there's a whole different style to these haircuts. There's, there's like, different styles. Because I, I I be on your Instagram page on Sam Sam the Barber, and I be scrolling at some of these haircuts, and they're okay. You ever see that picture of a puppy and you think it's it looks so good that it's fake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be looking at some of these haircuts. I'm like, dude, that can't be real. <laughs> that looks too good. Like, there's, there's got to be some Photoshop involved. <laughs> but then I see it's a video. I hit play and I see you tri- trimming around and yeah. and doing stuff, especially to the beard. It's like, yeah. So I mean, I've always sat on that artistic side. You can say, yeah. Um, I used to tag back then. That was my thing, man. Back really? Then. Yeah. That's high awesome. school. High school. That was my. That was my thing. Yeah. I was always instead of doing my homework, I was writing people's names and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, eventually I actually did start doing it in walls. Yeah. I did start doing walls here and there. Not much, you know, but that was my goal. I will eventually want to do a big piece like the ones you see in the train. Yeah. That was my goal. That was my goal, especially because <laughs> the guy that I used to work for at the flea market, he had to connect with the with the right spray cans, you know. Yeah. Montana's, uh, what else? Iron Lax, stuff what like a, that. What a name did you go by? Uh, at at first, I would just write my name backwards, Sammy backwards. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I would just write my name backwards. I didn't have a tagging name, you know. So I was just yeah. like, you know what? I'm just gonna tag my name backwards. So eventually, I got out of the house one day. There was an there was an abandoned house like across the street from our house, uh, opposite corner. Yeah. And uh, had a big old fence right by the park. So I was like, you know what? I like that. I like that fence. <laughs> I got my spray cans. I went one day, wrote my name in big old block letters, probably like 30 by 10, side, like 30 feet by 10. How, how long did that take you? 
uh, like 15, 20 minutes. You're out yeah. there, man. You're just a, your adrenaline rush. So yeah, I, I'm not gonna lie, it was pretty cool at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're doing things you're not supposed to do, you know. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think it's like a little a little high that you get at the time. Yeah. You know, so I'm over there just writing my name. You know. The next day, my mom's like, "Come here." They knew I tagged, you know, I tagged on paper, but she didn't know I would t- go out there at night. She's like, did you do that? I was like, no. So, so why does it say your name backwards? Oh, <laughs> uh, you couldn't fool mom. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, man, she caught me right away, you know. So then uh, she's like, I can't believe you did that. I was like, I know, I'm sorry. But she she was really like. Did you fix it? I did it. I did it. The city fixed it at the time. Yeah. yeah. And. uh like I said, it didn't, it didn't get to like a point where I was going out with crews and stuff like that. So I, I think, like I said, like I was, that was my way. I was, that was the direction I was heading at the time. Yeah. That's when my wife got pregnant. I had to drop those things, you know. Also, that was a blessing. In it was a blessing, man. Like I'm telling you, like things happen, like just like in order, man. Like, like God never really let me get too deep into something, you know, like kind of pull my ears like, hey. Real quick. Get your butt over here, you know. Yeah. You don't belong there, you know. So I did that. Um. Like I said, I was already cutting my own hair as well. I never really, not not that I had a hard time getting haircuts. My dad was always into barbershops too. So okay. I saw, my dad was always into getting good haircuts. My dad didn't like going to cheap haircuts, stuff like that. So I always kind of grew around the barbershop environment as well, just my dad taking me. And um, so I started cutting my own hair. When my uncles had some clippers at the house. Yeah. Started doing my haircut in high school. And uh, eventually I would have uh, I told my dad, like, let me cut your hair. He's like, no, I'm not going to let you. Yeah. He's like, not until you get better. And I was like, all right, cool. So I just started cutting my own hair. Then my brother-in-law, he lived with us at the time. He's like, I'll let you. I'll let you cut my hair. I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it, you know? Yeah. Cutting his hair, cutting my, my, my cousin's hair. Uh, just trying to do it for free. Like, it wasn't like a thing that I seen it as money at the time. You yeah. Know? I wanted to do designs on people. That's, that was my thing. I want to do designs. I want to do graphics. You know, I want to. I want to take that artistic side to the hair you know that was my thing i was like you know yeah what? i'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do the nice some nice designs on, on some haircuts you wanted to tag someone's yeah, head yeah basically you know <laughs> and uh yeah man uh eventually i started having like friends in high school asking me like hey who cuts your hair oh myself nah for real yeah i do it come me up i got you just stop by how much i got you it's cool yeah so i started doing it for free and then eventually that's when my like i said my wife got pregnant and that's why I pushed that, you know, I pushed the, the hair thing because it was one of those things where, like, I was like, man, well, five bucks, five bucks a haircut. If I do five haircuts a day, that's 25 bucks. That's not bad. You know, 25 times five. I would always do numbers, you know. Yeah. I always had, like, number goals. Like, okay, like, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to try to hit, like, $200 this week. Yeah. So, I mean, if I had to work Monday through Sunday just to hit 200, I would hit 200, you know. Like, that was my goal. It's always been. I mean, I, I, I calmed down already. But that was my goal since back then. Like, I need to hit this number, especially because my dad, he said, you want to become a man, you're going to pay rent. Yeah. There's bills to pay. You know, the life ain't free. Yeah. And it wasn't, mad, it wasn't much. I think at the time he started off at 150 for the month of rent plus yeah. plus bills. We would split the bills, like electricity bill uh, and other, any other bills that we had at the house. And uh, so it's like about 200, 250 at the most. Yeah. So I had to find a way to make that money out of. You know how to, how to generate it. Yeah, yeah, how to generate that much money. You know, and five dollars a haircut, man. Like you think about it, it's it's a lot of haircuts. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of haircuts, and uh, uh, 
already had a, I already had a car too. That was our way to making it to our appointments and stuff like that. I would take my wife to her appointments. Yeah. Um, no driver license. You, what what kind of car was it? Do you remember? Yeah, I bought a 1992 Honda Civic hatchback. Honda Civic, yeah. I think that's everybody's first car right yeah. there. They were training at the time, man. People were yeah. racing on them, you know, swapping the motors. I didn't do that. Um, I did. I did fix it up a little bit. I bought it for four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars, and that car I bought it. Um, just selling watermelons outside my parents' house. Really? Yeah. I would just buy the bin for like one twenty. Yeah. Sell the watermelons. I mean, I had to be at home all day, but yeah. I mean, I was making money. Somebody, the people would just pull up to the house. Honk. I would go outside, sell them the watermelon, and just as soon as that van was done, on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, after this conversation, I, g- I got four boys. You got four boys? They're working now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, so my dad would always tell me, like, you never want to have your pockets empty. Yeah, that's, what yeah. my, that's what my dad would always tell me. You know, like, he lo- like I said, he's always, find th- he's always found a way to make money. That's his thing. Yeah. He's not the best saving money to this day. <laughs> like I said, he always but, finds a way. But he yeah. makes it. He yeah. brings it in. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. So that's how I saved up. I saved up like $400. I found this car on Craigslist. Found it in Tracy. My dad took me. He's like, all right, I'm going to take you. It runs. He's like, yeah, it runs. Yeah. I was all right. And he's like, all right, let's go. We went out there. The car had no back window. Uh, oh, you don't need those anyway. Uh, you don't need those anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Slows you down. And, uh. <laughs> What else? The paint was messed up. It ran though. Yeah, it ran. I was just excited. I was like, you know, it runs. Stick shift car. That's all. I, that's all I wanted. That's stick shift. It runs, but it was backed up on tags. It was, it was backed up like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Saved up again. I got it running. Legit, you know. Yeah. And uh, eventually, I fixed up that car, painted the car, just made it look a lot better. Traded that car for uh, a 2001 Prelude. Straight trade, man. Really? Straight trade. Like, the guy was like, I like your car. Because those hatchbacks were really, really training at the time. Yeah. But so was the Prelude at the time. It was a really nice car at the time. Like, it was it was a really nice car. Yeah. You familiar with those? Prelude? Yeah. Did it have the square headlights? Yeah, the square headlights. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was a nice car at the time in high school. So I was just I was excited, too. That car, I think I only had it for like a week, The the Prelude. I was always I got I got I got kind of addicted to trading cars. <laughs> now you started trading and flipping yeah. cars. And then that car that that car, uh, one of my friends liked it. Older guy, he liked it. He's like, hey, I really like that car. It's like I'll trade you for that truck that you can see, that you see there. I was like, ah. So that's a it's a two thousand one two thousand two Silverado, V6, and I was like, you know what? How much can I sell that for? Like, so I went on Craigslist, started looking them up. So, okay, yeah. Okay, they're worth some money worth more than this for sure yeah i was like let's do it traded traded him for the truck he was like uh actually you know what no the, the truck i ended up selling it because i looked too too young driving that thing i was gonna get stopped no driver license first sure i was gonna get stopped yeah i I sold the truck for 4500 from 400 dollar car <laughs> to flipping them swapping them trading yeah. them to 4500 4, man you know, and uh, um, I bought myself another hatchback. Yeah, and uh, that's the car I would take my wife to the to her appointments. You know, that was the car taking her to appointments. Eventually, the baby was born. 
that car was super bouncy, man. Like bouncy. It was it was lowered. Yeah. It was bouncy. Um she was like, I don't think this is gonna work. Yeah, to buy a four door car. And I was like, oh man, all right, whatever. Sold it. Bought myself a civic another civic, four door. And then she's like, Can I drive this? I was like, I don't know, can you? And she's like, she looks and she's like, What did I tell you about buying stick shift cars? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she 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 didn't know how to drive? <laughs> nah. I, I got a buddy. I got a buddy who bought a uh, a Shelby GT five hundred, but he told his wife he was gonna go buy an automatic. <laughs> uh, and he bought that and he took it home and she didn't know till a little while afterwards. Oh yeah? <laughs> too late now. Huh? Yeah, too late now, he's got it. <laughs> yeah, so uh I taught her how to drive stick shift. So she would uh actually that was after the baby when we bought the car. So that was she. She had a she had she had to drive the car regardless. You know, she had a she had to drive to for less. She worked there part time for less. Yeah, Emer said. So she would drive. I, I taught her how to drive the car. So she she was driving stick shift. And then, um, like I said, like God was always blessing me, man. And I would save up my money too as much as I could. I bought her a car during high school. How how many chairs you got in your shop right now? Right now I have. It's ten chairs total. Ten chairs. Are they all full? Oh, they're all full. And so they, they all. You're the head honcho of that shop. That's yeah. your shop, basically. Yes. So they all, got to pay a cut to you. Yes. So everybody's self-employed in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just ran them out the station. Okay. Just ran out the station, clean up the shop for them every week, provide clean towels, things like that, advertisement. Yeah. Um. I I seen that on your page too. I think just recently you guys had some tables outside with all all your hoodies and hats. Oh yeah, that was that was yesterday. Yeah, what, uh, what was, that was that all that about? Was, that was a local event that they invited us to. Uh huh. One of the guys' um, sister that works with us, his name's Sal. His sister said, uh, "Hey, I'm do a little uh, little pop up if you guys want to join." I'm like, you know what? I have a lot of stuff right now, so let's do it. Well, yeah. He, he actually offered to do it, so I was, you know what, bro? I mean, if you want to do it. I'll give you I'll give you the profit. Just just go. Yeah. Know? He's like, all right, cool. I'll do it. I was like, cool, let's do it. Yeah. So I got him all the stuff ready. <laughs> I got him the 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 boxes ready of all the stuff, the table. And he went out there last night and man, he he killed it out there, man. Yeah, I know. It, yeah, it looked like a, there was a lot I, of stuff. I still I still stopped by after work. Yeah. And but he had already sold a whole bunch of stuff. He's like, Hey dude, I, it went it went pretty good. I was like, All right, let's I like that, you know, like he was actually he didn't he didn't do it because of the money. Yeah. But at the end I just I told him, just keep the profit, just just pay me the prize that I paid for the items and just, just keep everything else. Yeah. Uh, I heard a story. I heard a story that you had a client or a customer and he, he said, bro, here's a thousand bucks. Go bless somebody. That was actually for, um, that one, uh, it was for Valentin. It was one of his clients. Uh huh. So the one t- tell me about that. Um, he hasn't really told me who it is. Uh-huh. I, the guy just wanted to remain anonymous, respectable. Uh, yeah, and uh, I guess it's just the hardworking guy that I mean he works a lot, but he wants to give back to the community. Yeah. So he sees us that we're always you know trying to keep it legit as possible with everybody you know just trying to sp- uh, spread positive vibes with people and stuff like that, good knowledge yeah. and stuff like that. So they he they seen that, and he said you know I'll I'll give you guys a thousand dollars just give just find just find the right people to give it to. That dude, that's awesome. Yeah, and, I mean, and and the fact that he gave it to to you guys there yeah. at the shop or to v- Valentine, it it just says a lot about about your crew. Yeah, it yeah, says man. a lot, dude. 
Yeah, like for people to trust us and like here's a thousand dollars. Like I don't think anybody can just do that, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, it's hard to get forty <laughs> bucks for a haircut that I'm getting right there. But just to give a thousand dollars and be like, here you go, bro, go. I trust that you're gonna give it in the right place. Sometimes, right man, people. like we meet some people in the we get some people in the chair. Like we just connect, man. We just connect. Yeah. You know, it just becomes more than just a haircut. Like it's just more than friends. You yeah. Know? They come and they vent to you their problems, you know, and it's a lot. It's a lot sometimes. Like, we got to have the right words to give them back, you know. We don't want to encourage them with negative stuff, you know. So it's kind of like therapy. It is like therapy, man. It is. I mean, I, we see. So the haircut is just a bonus. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's tight. Yeah, it is, man. That's that's, that's what you, when you asked earlier, like, like the times have changed, you know. Like, it, yeah. it really has, you know. Like, what's what makes it so different, you know. And I understand it's not for everybody. Yeah, you know, it's not for everybody to, you know, I see it hard for the people that have um, families, yeah, yeah, people that have a lot of ki- multiple kids, you know. So I can see, okay, yeah. you know, forty, forty, forty here, man, that's a big tab, you know. Yeah. Um. But we still, we still hook our clients up, you know. We still, yeah. one way or the other, I'll shoot free haircuts here and there. Like, hey, here's a free haircut, not for your birthday, just, I just, I just like it, you know. It's just, yeah. And so they, it, it's kind of like a family environment. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we try to do it as much as possible, you know. Let me ask you this, dude. Uh, I have a past of, I guess you would say, having customers, okay? So when you have a loyal customer, and let's say you've seen him, you've had him for years, and let's say he, he got a haircut on on the front, and then you don't see him again, and you know it's been like two months, bro, and he's ducking and dodging, but then you see him with the haircut, <laughs> how's that make you feel are you like nah, dude i'm not like that man no i'm not like that you know what, man? like i've been like i said i think it's more like an like a social media thing yeah maybe there is some out there that do get offended when they get cheated on you want to say yeah th- there you go that's the right word like, like did, did yeah you feel cheated on no i, I don't uh-huh. man honestly there's times where i just i can't get everybody in man like i you know there's, there's so you're kind of like dude please kind of like guys Take a little break. I, 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 yeah, yeah, so I know there's some there's some clients like they'll wait, they'll wait it out. I won't they'll wait it they out. Won't, they won't go anywhere else. Nobody else touch my hair but you. You know, dude, that's loyalty. Yeah, yeah it is, and uh, I, I like that. But I also refer them to some of the other guys. Like, hey, like I don't have time, but somebody yeah. else can probably get you in at the shop. You know, no hurt, yeah. feel, no hurt feelings. You know, Just, yeah. you, if you got to get in, get in. You know, yeah, definitely. If you want to wait, then that's up to you. What's uh, one of the craziest haircuts you've done? One of the craziest haircuts. I saw this the half spider web one. Yeah, that I was pretty tight. So, yeah, things like that. I don't think I've done nothing too crazy though. Not not, not uh, too crazy. No. Just just the new trends and stuff like that. Just keep up with the trends. Yeah. So, how'd you learn about the beard stuff? Did you have to go to school beard? for that, or no. did you just, just start doing it right there? Yeah, I just picked it up, man. We have we 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 have some good talent at the shop. Yeah. You know, some of the guys have different strengths in different areas. And uh, I think we just all pick up from each other. You know, I think it gets, uh, like, we have, like, friendly competitions, you can say. Yeah. So it kind of keeps you on your toes as well. Like, like man, that guy did a nice haircut. Yeah. I'm going to try to do something like that, too, you know. Uh, we got some guys in there, man. They're they're really talented. Like, I'm just, it trips me out sometimes. It's like, man, like, how do you guys do that, you know? What's the yo- the youngest guy you got? How, how old the are The youngest they? guy right now. I think 19. Really? Yeah. And he's doing it. He's doing it, man. Do you kind of see yourself in him from in the past? Um, like the drive. Yeah, he has the drive. You know, yeah. there's different things that we probably can't relate in, but the drive is there. You know, yeah. he's he's 
he doesn't have kids or anything like that. And I, I always tell him, like, bro, like, what motivates you? You know, like, for me, it was my kid. Like, it was, yeah. I had a kid, so I had to, I had to be on it. I had to work. I was like, for you, I don't know what it is, bro. Like, you're, you're out here trying to hustle, and you really don't have the responsibility. You know, like, you, you can say you don't have to, you know, like. Yeah. But he's out there, man. He's, he's booked. He's saving up his money. He wants to put it in the right places. So he's hungry, you know. So I like that, man. Like, I like people like that. Yeah. Cause it just pushes you too, you know. Like it pushes me to like, you know, keep keep uh, keep getting better and better and better. Not better, you know, not but like to share my knowledge with them, you know. Yeah. To send them in the right direction. So you so you just kind of want to invest in them. Yeah, exactly. So I, I I try my best in how to show them how to do their taxes. Yeah. Uh, the right way. <laughs> how do you do your taxes now? Yeah. Like yeah. It, is it kind of like a waitress where you you got to pay a certain percentage no matter what? Whether yeah. There's a percentage. There's different brackets. Uh huh. Um, it's self-employed, man. So there's difference. The W nine or is it? It's a, is it? no, it's ten ninety. Ten 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 ninety. Yeah. So it's a. It's a, it's one of those things that people want to avoid all the time. Self-employed people, you know, barbers especially. Yeah. It's like ah, don't don't report so much because the more you report, the more they're gonna take from you. Yeah. And I've been there. I did that already. Um, and it's not that it's not that convenient. You can say. Okay. Why? Because. I was in a position not that long ago. That's how I ended up in Livingston, how I told you earlier. Yeah. I uh, I rented a I was renting a house in Atwater and uh I got kicked out. <laughs> not in a bad way. It's one of those things the landlord's like, Hey man, like I I'm gonna sell my other house, I'm gonna need this house back. I was like, Okay, I got yeah. you. Like just just give me some time. He's like, Yeah, I got you, just take your time. Just I was like, Cool. Well, it sucked because, so let me put it all in order. December 2017 is when I bought the barbershop. I bought it. I cashed out my buddy. Cashed him out. January 2018, a month later, that's when I went out to Mexico for my my uh, resident interview. So that was like a month away, a, m- a month apart. Yeah. So I had to spend that money to buy the shop. I had to spend money to go out there. And it's risky going out there to Mexico because in that interview, it's like you're good or you're not. But if you're not good, you stay out there. You're done until like you figure things out, whatever went wrong with your paperwork. Oh, so there's no coming back. Yeah, until you figure out what went wrong. Okay. And if everything goes good, then you come back Okay. a few days later. So luckily everything went smooth. Uh, my wife, she's the one that after we got married, she's the one that petitioned for me. Yeah. Um. So that happened right after everything went smooth. Comes comes uh, tax season, February March. <laughs> Did my taxes. I'm like, well, man, I'm I'm hurting. Like right now, I'm just I just cashed out my shop. I just did my immigration paperwork. I don't think I can afford to pay back in taxes. You know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, and here I go cheating on my taxes. <laughs> and uh, April, the landlord, he's like, hey. I need the house back. I was like, man, all right, cool. Let me see what I can do, you know? Tried applying for homes to rent. I couldn't. I had the money, but not on paper. Oh, no. You get me? So that's that's where, like, I that's when I figured out, like, man, what am I doing? Like, what's you this? You got to show what you made. Yeah, so exactly. You, you like, can show your worth. Tried buying a house. I couldn't. I couldn't do nothing. And, like, I had the money saved. I had, you know, and I couldn't. There was My money wasn't worth anything. I, I, you know, like it was just, 
Useless. Dude, that, that's crazy that you said that. Yeah, it was my useless. money wasn't worth anything. It wasn't. It really wasn't, man. Like yeah, you know. And uh, luckily, my buddy Valentin, he's like he was looking for a house at the time too. He found one first, and uh, he's like, "Hey, there's this house in Livingston. I know the guy. It's owner to owner. You know, like no agency, no nothing. Just talk to him." Okay. I was like, I was like, how much? He's like, twelve fifty. I was like, man, twelve fifty. I'm paying seven fifty over here. Yeah. He's like, yeah, bro. Times are getting crazy. And I was like, man, I there's there's no deals out there, man. Like going from paying seven fifty to twelve fifty, I was a big jump. I was like, I was twenty twenty one at the time. Yeah. My wife wasn't working at um, so I was like, man, twenty one, twenty uh. Twelve, twelve fifty, that's a lot of money. You just started crunching numbers. You know, I was just like, I was, I was, you know, I like to see how much I generate and how just to see if it makes sense or not, you know. Yeah. And uh, it was like he, my buddy Valentin, he was like the middle person. So by the time I texted him, he texted the guy. You know, there was just like, it was kind of wasting time. And then at the end, he, I was like, bro, like, can you hit him up and just tell him I want it? And he's like, he's like, bro, you know him. He goes to the shop. Who is it? He's like, his name's JT. I was like, JT. I was like, all right, cool. Um, let me, just, I was like, JT, JT, the one that goes to the shop. He's like, yeah, that guy. I was like, all right, cool. So I called JT right away. I was like, hey, JT, uh, I'm the one that wants the house. He's like, oh, man, I didn't know. You know, at the whole time I thought it was like just a random guy. And I was like, no, nah, it's me. He's like, he's like, you know, I like that, but uh, I got bad news. <laughs> he said, like, I think the house is pending. I was like, man, what am I going to do now, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, look, bro, I really like you. I see you like to work. You know, I've been to your barbershop for years now. You know, I, I've seen you grow. And I like that. You know, I can talk to my dad, see what I can do, and let me get back to you. I was like, all right, cool. He calls me back. He's like, hey, bro, I got good news and bad news. I was like, good news is I, we can rent you the house. Bad news is can you match it? I was like, match what? And he's like, thirteen fifty. Oh, no. I was like, man, bro, like... I was already having a hard time agreeing to twelve fifty, <laughs> and now thirteen fifty. And he's like, he's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Like that's the most we can. That's that's all we can do. You know, like we we're cutting out the other person. We're giving you the house. Yeah. I was like, okay. Let me talk to the wife. <laughs> and then my wife's like, nah. Can you even afford that? Can you do that? And I was like, I don't know, but I'll work an extra day if I have to. You know. Yeah. We gotta move out. And. um we got in there. We got in there. Everything went smooth. Really big house, man. Really nice house. It was like 2,600 square feet. Yeah. Modern home. It was nice. That's a great price. <laughs> it's not the, bad right now. No, no, not yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At the time, I was I was scared. And then, uh, so yeah, man, uh, we're there for about a year and a half. And, uh, I was done, man. I was I kept raising my taxes now. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. Like, I'm just, I just want to get ready to eventually buy a house. And uh, he raised the rent on that pr- on that rental, a little bit, fifteen hundred bucks. Still pretty cheap right now. Yeah. For the size house it is. But I was like, nah, you know what? I think I'm just gonna buy. <laughs> I I gotta buy. You know, at one point. So I started doing my taxes right. And uh, it helped out, man. Like doing my taxes. It's crazy how everything happened. I did my taxes on a Tuesday. On on a Friday, yeah. One of my my buddies, realtor buddy. I start early. 
cutting hair. I started like at six, seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. My buddy Julio, he um, he shows up to the shop. He didn't have an appointment. He just he's an early bird guy. He yeah. shows up to the, he shows up to the shop and he's like, Hernandez, I got a deal for you." I was like, "What's up, Julio?" And he's like, "I got it. I got I got the perfect house for you." I was like, "Man, like." I kind of like stared at him. I was like, man, like, do you know I just did my taxes or something? Like, why yeah. Like, why are you here? You know, like, I just did my taxes on Tuesday and now you're here. Like, uh, how do you know this? Like, well, you know, like, what's up, dude? <laughs> and uh, he's like, he's like, yeah, bro, uh, I'm going to send you the best part of it. I was like, all right, whatever. And I, just, I mean, I didn't want to ignore him either, you know, but yeah. I, I, to be honest, I still wasn't that like interested in buying yet because like I had to pay back a lot. I thought it was a lot, you know, I had to pay back in taxes. So I was like, you know, let me let me get comfortable a couple months, and then I'll get ready with my down payment. Well, things couldn't go like that. <laughs> it was now, now, now or never. Yeah, it was one of those things. And uh, he used to send me a picture of the backyard. I'm like, whoa, it had a warehouse, you know? Yeah. I was like, man, I never thought about a warehouse. Like, and he's like, you like it? I was like, I do, but how's the house? He's like, ah, it needs some work. But it's got like, the warehouse. But it's got the warehouse. <laughs> and I was like, man, like. It's pretty scary by now. This this was this year actually. Yeah. Okay. So this was January. Um. So yeah, he uh he's like he sends me pictures and I was like, man, well, it was on a Friday and I'm like, man, my schedule's booked. Yeah. And uh, sad story, but one of my buddies passed away, and uh, he had an appointment that Friday with me, and me for respect, I didn't want to cancel his appointment. Yeah. But I used that time to go check out the house, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it worked out perfect. Like, everything was kind of lined up. Like, I did my taxes. He comes in. I had the time to go check it out. I found out before. I found out about the house before it hit the market. Everything yeah. was just lining up, man. Like, but I was still scared. I was like, man, is this the right time to buy a house? Like, this was before Corona hit. You know, this was like one of the, And even then, like, we, we've been, people have been telling you, like, market's going to crash one of these years. Yeah. And, I mean, I hear it all the time, you know? I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm paying this much in rent. My mortgage is going to be just a little more. You know, why not do it? And it took me a while to convince my wife because the house is not in the best area right now, especially going from the Livingston house to yeah <laughs> to that house. And uh, But you got all kinds of space. It's got space. That's the thing. So You can't get that nowadays. Yeah, exactly. So in a way, it was, it was it's a way smaller house, the house yeah. itself. It's 1,300 square feet. So you go from twenty six hundred square feet to thirteen is like half the size. Yeah, but I was that's I'm not gonna lie. That's what I was scared of when I went to Livingston House. Like, man, this house is gonna set the bars high. Like, <laughs> yeah, like how you gonna match? But at least you don't gotta clean a lot, or she doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Man. Yeah, exactly. So, but now you got all that yard to do. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of yard <laughs> in that house, but I love it. You know, like I love seeing my kids in the backyard running around. Yeah, definitely. Limited space, you know. Yeah. My other house in Livingston had no yard, no backyard. Maybe. Yeah. I could barely fit a 14-foot trampoline in the backyard. Yeah. Hitting the fence four feet, like two feet away from the house. That's how I fit my, my trampoline, you know? <laughs> and uh, so anyways, we bought, I got the keys to my house. Uh, March? No. February 28th. Exactly. I got the keys to the house. And uh, it was one of those things where I was like, man, am I making the right decision? You know? It was, it was, a, it was a hard, like, it was a struggle even buying the house, you know, like I had a, one of my buddies that really helped me out to um, make, make, he made things happen. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, the lenders just kept saying like, man, like there's just things like 
you gotta you gotta fix this, bro. Like, cause previous tax years, you know, they they were messing me up. Yeah. So he was in there just like fighting it, struggling. So he made things happen. So, pro tip to all you people that are listening out there that yeah. that are doing your own Don't your you? own taxes or whatnot, your own business. Yeah. Do it the right way. Yeah. Especially as if much you plan as on moving right forward. Now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and the doors open, man. Like, it's one of those things. Like, you can have the money saved, but for what? You know, like if you can't use it. Yeah. You can't use it. You know, you're not. Or you gotta put everything in everybody else's name and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And you're and you're exactly. relying on them for that that relationship exactly, and for know. that to happen. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I said like the house was really bad inside. Not re- not horrible, but the bathroom was pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Blue yeah. tub. It's from the '60s. My house. Okay. <laughs> blue tub, blue sink. Oh, that's smooth. Super outdated. Yeah. <laughs> so first things first. You know, I called my one of my uncles that does construction. I was like, hey. First things, things the bathroom. Yeah, get it done, yeah. So we we put a couple money into the house, and uh, that's when Corona hit, man. That's how how did Corona affect the shop? How did it affect the shop? At first, it was it was scary, man, because I didn't know any, this was the first timer for me. I think for a lot of business owners, it was a first timer. So I had a whole bunch of barbers calling me from different areas, like, "Hey, what are you guys gonna do? What are you guys gonna do?" And I'm like, "Man, like, is this is this serious? Is it not serious? Like, what yeah. do I do? like, what do I do? You know, like." Is it only going to last yeah. the 15 days? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> some people were actually mad, you know, because I really couldn't afford to not work, man. Like, I really couldn't, to yeah. be honest. Like, I went, every, like I said, everything kind of lined up, like taxes, down payment, remodeling. So I was like, man, I, there's no way I can afford to not work, you know. Yeah. Even if it's not just two weeks. You know, I was living tight. I yeah. put myself in that position, too. Like, you know what? I'm going to buy my house. I'm going to be tight for a little bit. but It's going to happen. Yeah. They shut us down. People thought it was going to be two weeks. I covered up the windows at the barbershop using the back door, back door, back door. And I was like, all right, cool. Some of the guys didn't want to do it. You know, some of the guys, they just went home. I was like, all right, cool. As long as, like, some of the guys stay, I hooked them up with the rent. Yeah. As long as we can pay the shop bills, we're good. We're solid. And uh, that only lasted, like, two weeks. That lasted, like, two weeks. <laughs> Atwater PD rolled up on me through the back door, man. They, oh, ro- they rolled up through the back door. Yeah, they just pushed it open. They yelled it in like, hey, buddy, it's not an essential business. And yeah. I thought it was a prank by one of the guys. You know, I was like, man, who's, who's messing around with me? Yeah. I go back there, a whole bunch of cops in, my, in, the, in, the, in the alley. And I'm like, man, I'm about to go viral. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. And then I talked to, talk to the police officer, and I'm like, hey, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to make it on the news, am I? He's like, nah, nah, man. You're good, man. Just, yeah. I'm just doing my job. You know, I understand. Yeah. You guys got to work. You know, I was like, exactly, man. Thank you, you know? He's like, look, I'll let you finish the haircut. Just go home, man. Yeah. I was like, cool. Finish the haircut. Loaded up the chair in the, in the, in the truck. Went home. I cut, started cutting at home. But it was pretty scary because I wasn't advertising anything either. You know, I wasn't letting my clients know I'm working. Some of my clients were texting me, hey, are you working? And I wasn't too sure, like, are they checking up on me if I'm being cautious or are they just, yeah. do they really want a haircut, you know? And uh, you start using code, hey, if you want dinner, come by. We're having, <laughs> we're having chicken. <laughs> you want the chicken or the wings? The yeah, chicken or the wings, yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> and, uh, nah, man, people were looking for me. Thank, thank God, man. Thank God. Like, that's what got me by, you know? Like, I was, it was an eye-opener, I think, for a lot of business owners, yeah, and uh, I started 
like I said, everything just lined up perfect because that warehouse has an office inside, a little room. Yeah. Behind that little room, there's a bathroom. So it was like perfect. Like it was, I was like, man, like it was like, it was like meant to be, man. Like, you get me? Like even I put a little AC unit in that, in that little room. It's yeah. nice, nice little room, maybe like 10 by 10 or a little bigger. Did you tag on it? No, I didn't tag on this. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> but yeah, man, like it's crazy how it worked out. You know, like it was away from inside of my house. I wasn't cutting too close to the house. Yeah. It's inside of the warehouse. Like everything lined up, you know? And, uh, I was able to afford my life just just from home, you know, just working my own haircuts, not relying on any income from the barbershop or anything. So I did like that, you know. I was like, you know, I, I know I can afford my life just myself. Like, I'm good. Like, thank God. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. feel, I feel stable. You know, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, we're good. So, yeah, man, the same thing again. They shut us down again. But this time it was different. This time it's one of those things, like, the city doesn't really want to do anything about it no more. They understand people are struggling. They they got yeah. they got to stay in business. They got to work, so they're not really messing with us, you know. Yeah. And I think this time around, I think a lot of barbers are even open now. Like, yeah, you know, they got to work, man. We're self-employed. I mean, there's just, from what might be, there's just no proof. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's yeah, exactly. You're a numbers guy. The the numbers on what's happening, yeah, they don't match up. Yeah, the things we're matching up, yeah. And I'm, I don't want to be ignorant about it either. Like, yeah, that it's not out there. I respect, you know, I've seen, I've heard of people losing family members and stuff. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I don't, I don't like to talk about it. Like, it's not there. It's not real. True. Um, I've known people that have had it. No problem. Yeah. Everything went smooth. I had people that they had a re- really hard time, you know. So it's, it's different for everybody, you know. But it's, I think it could, we can only limit it so much and not to get it, you know. I think yeah. maybe at one point we have to get it or something. Uh, I might get into the vaccine, just saying. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> so what's next, bro? Where, where do you see yourself in five years from now? So Where do I see myself in five years from what's now? What's the next step? What's the next step? Ah, man. I don't even know, man. The world? The world. <laughs> uh, man. To the moon? Honestly, my goal is just to enjoy my family, man. Yeah. You Amen. Know, I, I think I... A while back, I, re- I, I, I realized that I was working a little too much. But I was like in that, I was in that mindset, like just work, 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 you know, just, I had to work. Like, um, I was just trying to be like, I wasn't trying to barely make it, you know, like I, me, I was just focused on like, I had to work, I got to work. Yeah. Like it was good. But like, I think I reached that point where it was like, what am I doing? Like, I have no life, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know? And then my daughter eventually started telling me, you work too much you work too much and i was like man maybe i do work too much you know yeah and uh i started cutting back on that so that's another reason why like i also did the price change to allow me to do things like that that makes sense you know things like that to spend more family time yeah um that way i because if if i was at 25 or whatever dollars 20 dollars a haircut I don't think I would have time for myself, to be honest. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I, I, I look at the, I look at the cuts, bro. They're, they're legit. Like it's, uh, you're gonna get what you get, what you pay for. I, I mean, you, you're getting a forty dollar cut. I, I try, I try to be consistent with everything. You know? Yeah, and I mean, I think you're, that's, you're getting that's, it. I think that's where, that what has given me results as well. You know. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Consistency, just day by day. Even if I don't want to do it, 
I'm gonna get up and do it. I gotta do it, you know. And uh, self-employed, it's a it's a really nice thing, but also it can be bad. You can take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, no one's gonna tell you nothing if you don't work. Yeah. Oh, but you it, can, but you, you can take advantage of that too. You know. You you can get lazy real you quick. You can get lazy real quick. You know, because I mean, you can do a couple haircuts, and I mean, to be honest, you can be good. Yeah. But I mean, I mean. I also realized that over time, you know, I try to, I, I wanted everybody to be like at my work ethic level. Yeah. But it's kind of impossible. Not, not everybody has the same goals, you know? Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'll tell the, I'll, I'll some of the, some of the guys I'll tell them like, Hey, like pick it up, bro. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Kicking back. But like I said, it's just one of those things like, it's really nice. You can either take advantage in a good way or take advantage in a bad way, you know, just kick back, not work. And just complain about what you don't have, you know? If you had one thing to tell anyone that's listening right Anybody now. Anybody that's listening. We had that one thing to say. What would it be? It's consistency, man. Consistent. Consistency and faith, you know? Consistency and faith. Stay on it. That's it. I think things just fall into place, you know? Like, I've made the right, I've had, you know, we all, we all have the right, that we all have this, you know, decisions to make, you know? I think we... Us as humans, we know what's right, right and wrong. Yeah, I think we all do deep down. I mean, I think some are just better at ignoring it, mm-hmm. and some are just better at following what God wa- really wants us to do. You know, following that little voice that that really wants us to get better. You know. Yeah. I think we all know exactly what what's best for us. And uh, I'm not gonna say I follow it all the time, but I try my best, like I said, day by day, to follow it, to do the right decision. And uh, after, like, how was that saying? How they say, after every storm, there's a <laughs> there's a sunny day. There's, there's a sunny day, man. Amen. Amen. You know. Uh, so whatever people are struggling out there with, man, just just stay consistent. You know, have faith, pray over it. Things will be good. You know. Amen. Things will be good, and so how how do people get a hold of you? Right if now, if if they want to. If if they want to reach out to you, you got you got Instagram. I got Instagram. Uh, you're at Sam, Sam the Barber. Sam the Barber on Instagram, and Sam your shop's at Barber Club Atwater. But Barber Club in Atwater. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, guys, there it is. You've heard it. You heard Sam Hernandez here telling his life story of consistency. He's he's never wavered. Yeah. He stayed consistent, and you went from nothing to blessing others blessing others man and and that's just it like i i don't see you as a i don't see you as a selfish individual like a, everything you've done is always either for your family or for somebody else exactly man. and that that's an awesome character trait that's awesome and i'm glad to have you on the show and i'm glad to have met you thank you for the invite and i appreciate it thank you for the all right guys there you have it this is a off leash a these mutts podcast and we'll see you next time off leash these much podcast